Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's no. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten Glad to be here today, December 29th, and it's the fourth day of Kwanzaa. Today's principle is Ujama, cooperative economics. Yes, we need the money, okay, to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses and to profit from them together, even if these white folks come and bomb it, okay? That okay. is imperative that we continue to do this, all right? We rebuild, we rebuild. Now, what do we got coming up on the show today, TJ? Well, we're sharing our highlights from 2023 and some of our favorite moments. Good guests, Black Rick News, all that good stuff. We love it. You know I love some nostalgia, right? I love taking it back, way back, back in the time. So make sure you keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Hey, y'all. Happy Friday. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. And I'm, I know that we all... Are, are in our own worlds. We're also aware of what's going on in the world. And so we mm-hmm. need these moments of upliftment. So it's time to mm-hmm. hit y'all with another A Story of Black Joy. I mean, I think this person is perfect for Black Joy Friday because he's a very happy person. Pharrell Williams, you know, he's helping Black-owned <laughs> businesses out here. The hip-making producers nonprofit Black Ambition awarded $3.2 million to deserving Black and Brown entrepreneurs at his organization's third annual celebration called Demo Day. So basically, the competition kicked off nationwide. They had a search that narrowed down 50 finalists to the final six. And the grand prize winner got $1 million, and it was awarded to Antoinette Banks, the CEO and founder of Expert IEP. So basically, it's a parent-facing app that optimizes existing individualized educational plans, like in schools, with predictive AI for children diagnosed with a disability. And Black Ambition, if you guys don't know, originated in 2020 and strives to empower Black and Hispanic communities by bridging the wealth gap. And since its inception, the organization has helped over 5,000 businesses and awarded approximately $10 $10 million to its finalists. So, okay, for real. With your hat. We like it. With your hat. You know, this is this is important because mm-hmm. a grand prize of $1 million is bonkers. Like, that's like real money. And a lot of times, mm-hmm. like, I be seeing prizes that are like eh, sideways money. Like, I remember I went somewhere and they were like... a. a a credit card company was was handing out money and they, they had the nerve <laughs> to give these people a giant check for $5,000. They tried it. And, and I was like, why is this check so big? <laughs> That's where the money went to the check, the check printing. I was like, y'all could have given them a regular size check for this amount. <laughs> we didn't have to do all that. You didn't have to do all that. But shout out to Pharrell and, uh, you know, elevating black ambition. All right. And it's hap- And I love that it originated in 2020, you mm-hmm. know, because I think that was such a low for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's continued to infuse money back into the the black um the black educate the black space but you know this is the kind of work this is the kind of organization though that would be targeted by that edward blum bs you know mm-hmm. who's trying to take down um the, the two black, sisters the funds the black women's yeah. fund yeah the freedom fund the freedom fund um but you know what it's it's, it's a fun joy friday i'm not going <laughs> to talk about no bad news please don't bring me no bad news we'll be right back Hey, everybody. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals and I love words, which is why every week we play the word game where we test out the Amanda Seals Show squad right here to find out if they have retained any of the words of the week that we have done every day of the show. Okay. Now, uh, Rita, what is your buzzer sound going to be today? Yerp, yerp. Here, okay, we're taking it to Harlem. All right, uh, Supreme. Ho ho ho! Natural. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, and Jeremiah, like the Bible. In honor of one of my favorite Christmas movies, I can't put my arms down. Is my buzzer. Okay, that is a Christmas story when the little mm-hmm. brother was put in a little like a, a snowsuit and could not put his arms down. You'll shoot your eye out. 
All right, let's get into the first word. The first word. This is these words. I'm going to give you the word. You're going to give me the definition. All right. Okay. The word is intrepid. Intrepid. Oh, oh, oh. Arms down. <laughs> All right, Supreme goes in with the hose. You know, I know that one. Dodge, intrepid. It means bold, <laughs> brave, fearless. All of that. And I can spell it if you need that too. Please, please do. It is I N T R E. P-I-D. I remember right. That is correct. That is correct. That is correct. All right, let's keep it going with Quixotic. No, sorry. Quixotic. Quixotic is the word. You're Quixotic. Oh, my God. Okay, Rita the Brent. <laughs> All right, this is somebody who practices um, extravagant, chivalrous actions. Uh, this, this can also mean somebody who's predictable. Okay, yes. Y- yes. I feel like there's a context that you're leaving out. Okay. Uh, foolish in their actions. There we go. All right. I'll give you that. I'll okay. give you that. And uh, right. let me hear, instead of a spelling, let me hear it. it in a sentence. Mm. Oh. Get it. Um, <laughs> Donald, <laughs> Donald Trump has been quixotic on the campaign trail. That is correct. That is correct. Now, just for for the giggles of it all, I should spell it. It is Q-U-I-X-O-T-I-C. So if you see it in writing, you might not put that sound (laughs) to those letters, but that's what it is. All right. We got two more words. The word is exhort. I can't put my arms down. (laughs) Rita Brent. Rita Brent. Exhort is when you urge somebody to do something. You try to persuade them. Yes. That is correct. Let me hear it in a sentence. Actually, no. Let me get a spelling. Okay. E-X-H-O-R-T. Exhort. That is also correct. That is also correct. Supreme looks like he is trying to get on the board. We're going to give you one more opportunity. The word is convalesce. Oh, ho, ho. Oh, I don't remember that word. Um, This is to recover after a sickness to get yourself back in health when you had an injury. If you were an athlete, you were Convalesce after the knee injury you had. You were Condoleezza Rice? (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell me how to spell this? It is C-O-N-V-A-L- E S C E. Oh wow! Pulled it out, pulled it out. All right, y'all. Well, it looks like we have another tie. Rita and Supreme. The battle of the HBCUs continues. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm gonna have to figure out a way. TJ, I'm gonna need you to figure out a way to make this just a little bit more difficult for folks. Okay. We got to come up with something in the new year. Definitely sit them back. (laughs) All right. I hope y'all use these words in some way and some fashion while you are hanging out with your family this Christmas season, especially that one family member that's always trying to like pick at you and annoy you. Just give them a Columbia curse out. Use words that they do not even understand to tell them about themselves. All right. Trust me, they'll be actually more offended than if you use curse words. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Okay, now, sis, got something important to say. Allow me to reintroduce myself. It's a public seals announcement on the Amanda Seal Show. People say it is it is unfair to expect everyone to speak up against the injustices of the world. And at one point, I thought that was true. But I know now that it is not. I know now that the injustices of the world are committed by people who expect us to think that way. They're the same people who told us don't share salary information so that they could be discriminatory in their salaries. They're the same people that told us politics is personal so that we wouldn't come together as community and vote in our power. They're the same people that tell us, you know, a woman's age is private because they want women to be shamed, to elevate, to mature, to be refined. It is everybody's responsibility to speak up against injustice. Not only those of us who are facing injustice, but those of us who are not. 
if we are not responsible for that, then how do we expect injustice to not happen? That is what being community is. It is everyone working together for the betterment of everyone. So if we don't consider it our business to speak up, then we do not consider ourselves community. And that is exactly why they're able to do what they do to us, not just here in America, but globally. The people who are doing injustice are speaking with actions. The least we can do is speak with our voice. Now, before I finish, let me just say, I did not come here to show out. Did not come here to impress you. Because to tell you the truth, when I leave here, I'm gone. And I don't care what you think about me. But just remember, when it hits the fan, brother, whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say it. The Amanda Seal Show. Lie to you, Jack. We ain't nobody's We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. We up, we up, we up. And you have reached the Amanda Seal Show. I, Amanda Seals, I'm not available to pick up right now, but I've been thinking about you. So go ahead and let me know what's up. You can get in on any of our topics or let me know what you think about the show. After the beat, leave me a message. Hi. Things I learned this week. I just learned that grenadine, the stuff that you use to make a Shirley Temple or a Roy Rogers, mm-hmm. it's not cherry flavor. It's pomegranate flavor. I, at oh. 41 years of age, just learned that grenadine is not cherry syrup. It is pomegranate. <laughs> what? Hope y'all have a great day. Thank you. I, you know what? I thought it was strawberry. Uh, I thought, I it, thought was it was strawberry. Yeah. But she right. I Googled it. It's pomegranate juice. So yeah. Never knew. All this time, because I love me a Shirley Temple, y'all. Your girl <laughs> love a Shirley Temple. Um, but I am, uh, I love these things I learned this week. And I feel like this is the same person who called us earlier. She's learning a lot this week. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like. We got more show for you. Don't go anywhere, but take her lead. If you learned something, I want to know about it. Hit me up. I just learned that pomegranates is the actual grenadine flavor. And you know who loves pomegranates? Me! So it explains wow. so much. Just put things together. <laughs> we'll be right back, y'all. 1855 Amanda 8 is the number. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Happy birthday if today is your birthday. Also, happy birthday to actor Ted Danson. Uh, some people know him from The uh, the Good Place, but I know Ted Danson from oh, Cheers. Yeah. Sometimes you want to go when everybody knows your name. Scooby-doo-boom-boom-boom. Uh, what do we got coming up today on the show, Supreme? We are uh, spreading some stories of black joy. I can't sing, <laughs> but you know how we do. <laughs> so we're doing that. Nice. I truly appreciate the efforts to hit us with the vocals. All right. You know what to do. Hit us with the phone calls. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show to listen, laugh, and learn. It's Amanda Seals, y'all. And this is the Amanda Seals Show. And you know how Fridays go. We always got to get you with these. A story of Black joy. All right. So I think we all can agree that Black women deserve access to therapy. Yes. And the Loveland Foundation is on a mission to ensure y'all have it. The foundation was founded by author, entrepreneur, and activist Rachel Cargo and started out as a birthday wish, apparently. So the nonprofit aims to bring healing to communities of color through therapy services. And her foundation works with over 2,000 therapists around the country to collectively um, provide Black women with over 150,000 hours of free therapy. And recipients 
receive vouchers, which covers the cost of about 12 therapy sessions. Recipients also get the opportunity to participate in community healing through quarterly support groups and workshops. And Rachel actually said this, our goal at the organization is to create a soft landing space for Black women in our community to destigmatize mental health wellness and create generational change in healing. Come on, generational curse breaker. I was going to say, that's the line right there. Generational <laughs> curses. We're cutting them. We're ending them. We're leaving them mm-hmm. behind. We love it. We love it. And, uh, you know, mental health continues to be something that is not just a buzzword. Okay. Like there's has to be right. actual action applied to actually deal with our mental health. And right mm-hmm. now we're definitely in a scenario where so many of us are feeling the effects of what's going on in the world, even just mm-hmm. it, the effects of the holiday season. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, shout out to Rachel for uh, continuing to push this uh, much needed trend of mental health awareness in our communities. We got more for you here at the Amanda Seal show. So keep it locked right here. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. What's up, y'all? It's the Amanda Seal Show, and it's time for another edition of The People's Verses. Y'all, I've never thought this day would come, but there's like a double whammy. <laughs> the People Versus this week goes to Rihanna and Beyonce. <laughs> because this week, Oprah revealed that the two were mentioned as possible castings for the Color Purple musical film. <laughs> she said, <laughs> y'all, once the film's budget moved to from um, $90 million to $100 million, then everybody wanted to talk about bringing in like Beyonce. They asked her, can you get Beyonce? Can you get Rihanna? So she's like, so we're sitting in a room saying, listen, we love Beyonce. We love Rihanna. But there are other actors who can do this job. Once the people heard about this, they did not hold back on their thoughts about the potential casting. Somebody said, Rihanna and her accent would have been crazy. Somebody else said, love them both, but let's be real here. (laughs) Somebody else said, they're both my girls, but acting is not their strong suit. Somebody hit a Rita Brent saying, that's not their ministry. But some people did kind of like, you know, defend them. Somebody said, I like Beyonce and Obsessed and Fighting Temptations. Y'all bugging. And somebody did say they could see Beyonce as Suge Avery in the in the movie. Mm-hmm. But I want to hear from the ladies and gentlemen of the jury. What do y'all think about this? Man, I don't want the beehive <laughs> coming after me. So I could see Beyonce as Suge Avery. You got it. You got it. You <laughs> <laughs> say you got it. You know what? I do appreciate that they chose to go the distance of like giving space to new actresses or to other, mm-hmm. not even just new, mm-hmm. but to other performers. Mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. the the celebrity culture of things, it just, it really dilutes the right. fact that we have a really deep talent pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. TJ, you just saw the p- color purple for the first time. What are your thoughts? And being <laughs> Yes, you did just see the original cool. color purple for the you first know. time. <laughs> Wait, did you actually watch it? Did she actually watch it? I don't think the she new one. It. I saw the new one. Oh, oh you wow. went to a screening. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so, so now this is a dumb question. Suge Avery, is that the woman who? See. <laughs> you see, you know what? It is a dumb question. I'm glad you said it with a disclaimer. Get her out of here. Okay. Okay. Beyonce will be Order in the court. But you know, it's funny because I did like Beyonce and Obsessed. And I did like her in Fighting Temptation. She was also in Cadillac Records and Dreamgirls. Mm, obsessed, not so much. It I was a like lot of reading. Maybe it was the, the Idris Elba of it all. But okay, Rihanna okay. cannot be in the color purple, okay? <laughs> Unless she had, I mean, that's, come on. You know, because a Beijing accent is really, this is a Beijing accent right here. You know, you can't just turn that off. I mean, if she had some, you know, training, maybe. But I think the reality is that they're not actresses. Like, they right. they don't aspire to mm-hmm. be, like, in the right. craft. 
And I think, you know, when we have people like Danielle Brooks and, you know, even Fantasia was on Broadway, you know, she was was there. So I think that there's something valuable in that. You know, it's not something to just like tip, you know, dabble with. And um, that's a real role. Yeah, you know, that ain't fighting temptations, honey. And the acting in it, no spoiler alerts, the acting was phenomenal. So they see, have the as it should be act. like that's yeah. that's one of those ones like you can't play around with that like so my verdict y'all this is a reminder why I gotta stop listening to these white executives in the meetings when it comes to the art <laughs> because Rihanna Beyonce in a color purple would be as out of place as Mariah Carey as a slave in the Butler I know y'all seen that like what, what are you doing Mariah why are you here <laughs> but maybe they could be on the soundtrack so when it comes to the people versus Beyonce and Rihanna I'm with the people on this one Love y'all. <laughs> well, there you have it, y'all. There you have it. Y'all know what it is. It's the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back with more. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Things I learned this week. Yeah. Shout out to you, Seal, for being a real one. We trying to learn. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, and it is time for another edition of Things I Learned This Week. I love sharing with y'all the knowledge that comes across my path because knowledge is power. Okay. This week, I learned that... Remember how we all ended up doing square dancing in school? Mm-hmm. Like, why do we? All, why do all <laughs> black people remember the do-si-do? Right? Yeah. Like, why was we do-si-doing? Of course... We was in school square dancing because of racism. It always comes back to racism. So basically, Henry Ford, remember like the actual like (laughs) (laughs) yes, he felt some type of way about jazz. And he felt that jazz was like overtaking the minds of America and that it was Mm -hmm. making folks hypersexualized, and people were over here dancing to this clarinet and drinking alcohol. And Mm -hmm. he said, you know what? We're going to go and start from the bottom up with the kids and give them something that is more wholesome. All right. So he decided Mm. to introduce square dancing as a national dance to schools and communities so that young people (laughs) would not go to sinful jazz halls. And it's like just that. So when we see things happening in government right now, Uh like we see things being trying to slid in, like understand, like that was a real thing. And I definitely know how to do-si-do. And it is because of this fool. But I just want to say, I'm so glad that jazz ended up becoming a part of academia, right? Because Mm -hmm. for all of that, fast forward, jazz became a part of academia. Now, let's take it to something a little different. So, I do not know how to pronounce this. The Quetzalcoatl flower. Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm. native to Mexico, okay? Mm -hmm. But we know it as a poinsettia. That's the name that most people know it as, as the poinsettia when it... it, But, of course, that's some colonizer stuff, all right? (laughs) It actually was a sacred flower that was colonized and written off in history as a discovery... Of Joel Poinsett in the 1800s. Wow! See, even you the plants colonized. Well, let's take it even further because what did Joel? What did Joel Poinsett own? Slaves. Slaves. That's right. <laughs> yes, he was a slave owner who promoted white supremacy and slavery in his travels and in his political career. He has also of been course. responsible for the displacement of many indigenous people along the way, and the. I'm gonna look it up, y'all. I couldn't find anywhere that like was gonna give me the way it's supposed to be pronounced. Um, originally had nothing to do with Christianity or Christmas. Like it's a sacred plant used in ceremonies to celebrate the birth of one of their indigenous gods during winter solstice. And they were also used for medicinal healing purposes, to cure sickness, to aid the flow of breast milk, as well as My for dyeing fabrics. Um, what, yes, okay. Uh, but uh, so basically, they're saying you know that we can reverse the harm by calling it by its original name, Quetla Soshitl. That's the that's what I just found, Quetla Soshitl. So we gotta work on that. There you go. Mm-hmm. Things you learned this week. <laughs> All right. Now, the last thing I learned this week was, you know, we're seeing right now that Yemen has said that they are not going to allow any Israel boats 
past their waters because mm-hmm. they know that they're carrying um, weapons. And so they mm-hmm. have said, like, it's a no go. It's not happening. And what we're seeing is another country step in to say, like, we are going to be a part of protecting, you know, Gaza in any way we can. There's been other examples of this. There was a 24 year old Sultan Abdul Masid of the Ottoman Empire. Now, I don't know if y'all heard about the Great Famine in Ireland. Remember that? In 1845 to 1851 with the potatoes, which, by the way, uh-huh. Sinead O'Connor said that that was actually BS, but that's another down for another day. <laughs> Anyways, he was going to give Ireland $10,000. But then Queen Victoria hit him up and was like, hey, man, I only gave him two. So can you not do 10? Because then you're going to make me look bad. <laughs> oh, wow. And so he obliged and just gave one. But in addition to that, he then sent ships of supplies and aid and food that ended up actually being um, equal to like 800,000 pounds today. Mm. And to this day, the, uh, the the town that he sent it to in Ireland flies the uh, Ottoman Empire's emblem because of the support of oh, the wow. 24-year-old sultan. That's my things I learned this week. And that was things you learned this week. Keep it like right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. What's up, y'all? It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, and you have reached the Amanda Seals Show. I'm not available to take your call right now, but I want to know what's on your mind. So you know what to do with the beep. Leave me a message. This is Courtney in Metro Atlanta, and I am calling about something I learned this week. Uh, I learned about the Manichaeism religion, which was formed by a gentleman named Mani. He was born in the early 200s of the Common Era. And basically with this religion, it was considered heresy by Christianity. But basically the belief was that the soul was light and the body was darkness or evil. Mm -hmm. And I went down this rabbit hole because in the comment section of an Instagram post, it said, oh, this is Manichaean dualism. So basically dualism is conflict and Manichaean dualism is looking at things of opposing sides, good versus evil, light versus dark, love versus Mm. hate. But yes, Manichaeism is a religion and a term that came from it is Manichaean duality, which is the conflict between good and evil. So that is something I learned this week. Y'all have a great day. All I kept thinking about was mantequilla, which which is butter in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Not I'm the light of the soul and the darkness of the body. I'm it's sorry, y'all. The, you know, it's like if, it's like when someone says duty, and you're like. <laughs> but thank you. I love when y'all share your things you learned this week. All right, we got more show for you. Keep it locked right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. We ain't nobody's no. We shaking up the girl amanda seals and i'm so glad that we've been able to bring you all through the week all year long it's been a good time man it's been a good time now there's also apparently no interruptions day okay this is the last work day of the year but if i'm keeping it a buck 
people's last work day of the year was October 31st, okay? People stopped working on Halloween. Everybody else has been dialing it in. Y'all know that, okay? Y'all know that. Rita Brent, what do we got coming up this hour? Well, this hour, we're going to jump into some things I learned this week. <laughs> what about this? Yeah. Everybody's trying to sing, y'all. Everybody's trying to sing, and I love it. Well, Rita, you know, you're an actual vocalist. We got to get some of Rita's music playing on the show one day. You're going to have to sing okay. and, you know, bring out the guitar. No, the drums. Bring out the drums for us one day. Okay. All right? I got you. Phone lines are open. Call us up. one 855 8 It's the Amanda Seals Show, and we shall return. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, and it's time to hit you with another A Story of Black all right so this story y'all we got a shout out grammy award-winning singer ombre because she's using her magnolia initiative to help new orleans youth for the holidays and beyond she describes her program as a call to action to provide resources to children and teens in foster care and she also grew up in foster care and has ambitious plans for the program so she's working alongside the new orleans department of children and family services to provide a creative workshop and backpacks filled with essentials for the youth in the system she said that growing up in foster care i know how important it is that these kids get support and resources and I'm grateful to be able to give them a little bit give a little back to them her goal is to create a summer camp and art school where the kids can go and learn about whatever artistic thing they're interested in which we love as well we do love this you know what I also love I love that it's for it's to help New Orleans youth for the holidays and beyond Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's like these things just kind of happen in a very like acute way. It's like in the holidays, like, all, you know, drug dealers <laughs> right. be selling drugs all year long and they're like, turkeys. <laughs> that erases all that other stuff, right? right I know right. we had a shootout in front of your house, but look at this turkey. <laughs> um, and so I love that Not she's thinking beyond and is like, nah, like this needs to be a part of the community, right? Like this needs mm-hmm. to be an initiative that is continuously serving the community. So shout out to sis, uh, you know, using again, we had said earlier in the week, like when 50 Cent was like, I'm going to use my money that I make off of this P. Diddy uh, documentary I'm going to do to actually right. help sexual assault survivors. We love seeing that when we're creating these uh, spaces of our own wealth and our own success, that we're using that to go back into the community. So we love yeah. it. We'll be right back with more Black Joy stories right here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show, del- delving deep, deep into your favorite creator's musical insights. I know this is one of your favorite records, and it's one of mine, too. Talking about their favorite records. It's for the record. Yeah, everybody loves that song. Man, it was number one in the country. Yes, y'all. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals, and it is time for us to go on the Thicky Thicky for the record with Bambi, author, entrepreneur, mother, joining us. All right, now. Bambi, the way this works is I will give you a scenario and you will give me a song that speaks to that scenario because we want to learn about you through music. All right. So tell me this. You have three beautiful children. All right. What is a song that makes you think of your experience like with motherhood? Like what makes you think of your kids or what makes you just think of your family? You know that one Beyonce song and she'd be like, we gonna have a good life. Um, I'm I'm trying to get the. <laughs> you be singing, you be singing, Amanda. Uh, she's like me and my babies. We gonna be all right. We gonna have a good life. So whatever. That's song it. That is. Yeah, <laughs> so y'all. Whatever song that is. Yeah. <laughs> what do you feel like makes you so equipped for motherhood? Because I have said this before, and I will say it again. When I watch you handle all these children who are so young in age, you seem so at ease. I don't know. I think it's just like being compassionate, like just being a compassionate human. You look at the kids as little humans and not like whatever, you know, because some people, they don't allow kids to have opinions or whatever. But I just look at them like little people and I try to, you know, meet all their needs. I think some people look at their kids as like kind of like 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 you're supposed to do something for me. You know what I mean? Like um, you be in my head because I promise you today, like earlier today, I just had this random thought and I was like, I can't stand people that say stuff like, oh, my kids make me happy or my kids are all I need. And I'm like, why would you put all that emotional baggage on these children? Like, I, I can't stand that. I know these kids be coming here with a job, but. They be yeah. coming into the world with a job. You be like, dang. Oh, you supposed to be that for them. Like, why are you relying on them to fulfill something in you? Like, you know, 
whatever. No, that's that. Don't even say whatever because I don't want you to discount that because that's real. Because I feel like that's a shift that we're seeing, especially in Black parenting, right? Like that's a shift. Um, now, speaking of a shift, you live in Atlanta, but you are from the West Side. And mm-hmm. that face, she said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so give me a song that makes you think of, of Callie, like your, your Callie, that's, that's you. Dang, it's so many. Okay, so I, why you bush, sugar free. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that <laughs> makes me, yes, that is California. That is me. That is, that. if I had a theme song, it would be that. Now, would you ever move back to Cali? Mm-hmm. I would. I want to, actually. What do you love about Cali or what did you love about growing up in Cali? I just, I don't know. For me, it just seems so, like, peaceful. I mean, that's, like, hard to say. Um, right. Peaceful in terms of just being family. Like, it's just a family vibe. Um, I just think about times where we would, like, go to the beach for Christmas or, mm. you know, have a barbecue for Thanksgiving. And you can't do that in a lot of places. You know, the weather true. is so nice there. It's true. Because I'm looking outside right now and the sun is out. See? Exactly. <laughs> I hate to say it, y'all. I hate to say it. But when we got back, we got a little bit more for the record with Bambi. So don't go anywhere. It's Amanda Seals here at the Amanda Seals Show. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and we are here joined by Bambi, one of my faves, and we are here for the picky picky record. Now... We have talked about Bambi's kids. We talked about Callie. But you know what, Bambi? You are a glam queen, okay? Like, when Bambi's ready for y'all, she be giving you glam down. <laughs> what is a song that you play when you know, like, okay, I'm giving it to y'all. I'm eating. Mm, dang. You know what? I'm, so, I'm very different because I don't like... I don't, I'm not going to say I don't like, but I don't do the girly songs. Like, I will put on a gangsta. That's fine. <laughs> uh, I don't know, like a um, DJ Quick Tonight or something. You know what I'm saying? Tonight, tonight exactly. is the night. That part. <laughs> I love it. Now, tell me about uh, your, you have a business. Tell me about your boutique. So, um, House of Shimmer is actually a hair salon, which began as just a hair pickup location because I've been slanging bundles forever. So, (laughs) yes, I tried to um, find a space that, you know, was nice and in a nice area in Atlanta. And this place actually happened to have like fixtures and stuff to have a salon set up in there. So we have the hair salon, I have hair, and then I also have some random like boutique items, just, you know, couple little things you can grab while you're in there getting your hair done. Got you, got you. And what made you want to even start the business? Well, I've been, hair has been my thing for so long and people would always be like, well, where'd you get your bundles from? Where you get your wigs from? And I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and be a supplier for these things because people mm-hmm. always come to me for them anyway. She said, let me be the plug. You know what? Let me just be the plug. Exactly. All right. Last but not least, last but not least, picky, picky, for the record, as a businesswoman, like what is your theme song to how you stand on business? Oh, that's a good one. Um, <sighs> dang, Amanda. Um, <laughs> I love watching y'all think. <laughs> I, I can't even... Mm, girl, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't even know. 
You don't have one. Don't you need a theme one. song because you'd be I, really sitting on business. You need a theme I really song. Do. I need one. Okay. Maybe I'm it's not. I was going to say knock a few bucks, but it has too many implications. So yeah. <laughs> it's too close, too close, too close. Yes. No, ma'am. <laughs> well, that's your assignment. You got to think of one. You got to think of one. Yes, and let me know. I got it. I'll have one for the next time. <laughs> Y'all, that is Bambi joining us on For the Record. You know what to do. Make sure to purchase your book, your children's yes. book. Where can they get it? Mommy, I want to go home. Um, you guys can get that on Amazon. And if you follow me on Instagram, I have everything linked in my bio. And my Instagram is adizthebam, A-D-I-Z-T-H-E-B-A-M. And then you also have the journal. I do. And I have a little, got the journal. Yes. So that's also on Amazon. And you can find the link in my bio as well on Instagram reading and writing that's what we love that's why we listen laugh and learn right here at the amanda seal show thank you for joining us on for the record bambi we'll be right back y'all the amanda seal show we up we up we up hello 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 you know I'm old school. It's Amanda Skills from the Amanda Seals Show. I want you to go ahead and leave me a message. I want to know what's on your mind. I want to know what's in your heart. I want to know if you learned something. Drop it after the beat. You know what to do. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Hi, Amanda. This is Tiffany. I would like to talk because I recently got sexually assaulted, you know, and then I got a call today. My friend is like, because I'm pressing charges, he's like, let that man, don't press charges on him. Don't press charges on him. I'm like, why can't women stand up for ourselves and our rights for sexual assault? You know, I know this man a long time. I never would have thought he did something like this. And yeah, I'm holding him accountable and I am pressing charges. As you very well should. Right. You know, I think for a lot of men, women's bodies are some just like rhetorical thing that don't actually exist. They and and in that their women's rights to our bodies are also this thing that they don't mm-hmm. feel actually exists. That person that you you know were previously considering a friend just let you know that they don't actually consider you equal to them. They actually don't even consider mm-hmm. you human. Right? Because mm-hmm. as a human, you have the right to your space and your safety. And, mm-hmm. and anyone who harms that and disrupts that should be held accountable. And what what you deserved from that person was to be supported. What you deserved from that person was to be heard. Um, and I'm so sorry that they did not show up for you in that way. I'm so sorry that this experience happened to you. I hope that in addition to taking legal action that you're also taking care of yourself with some form of therapy some element of uh, wellness and care because it definitely can do a number on you and I will also suggest that if you can work out or go to a sauna or in any way like sweat it out um, as someone who has been sexually assaulted I was told that there's a kind of molecular thing that happens to your body with that kind of trauma and that you actually need to like sweat out the the trauma in your body like the toxins that have been brought into your space so and they say to do it for three weeks uh but i really i'm so sorry that that happened to you and i actually Mm -hmm. i I will say that i feel honored that you felt like this is a safe space to come and speak to that and we will absolutely affirm you Mm -hmm. that is not your friend did she say her son or her friend i thought i heard her say her son her she son said son asking her she said her, her son not, yeah i guess i'm like that's her not to report the man yeah yeah that's always like if you're because people you know people are always kind of like when sexual assault or other people like outside of their like circle they kind of have a different opinion but i'm like if your mom got sexual assaulted in that show pov i feel like you have no regard for anybody else who would be sexually assaulted mm. her son yeah, said that i i totally i think my brain just decided that that was not what was said Oh, sis. Yeah, that's that's a bad start. How old is the son? Okay, okay. Right, we that's, got questions. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, everything I said, your son is not your friend. And that sucks. Um, and I don't know where to go from there. 
I gotta think about this one. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world all this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. And uh, it's Black Joy Friday. It's also National Peppa Pot Day, which I feel like I did not know Americans knew anything about a Peppa Pot, but Peppa Pot in Trinidad and Tobago is a, is a spe- and Guyana is a very specific dish. It'd be taking forever for them to make. Um, it's, it's, it's just... It, my my shout out to my godmother Auntie June because she would be cooking for like three days to achieve days. a proper pepper pot. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, What's like it's it? an art and a science. What's in it? A lot of like spices that are browned a certain way and that are like prepared a certain way, and mm-hmm. it's just that the meat is marinated also to a certain uh, style, right? And pepper pot has um uh. It's just like it, it, it. Think of like, um, like pot rice. How do I put it? Yeah, think of that, but like on another level. It's on another okay. level. It's like science. <laughs> All right, what do we got coming up this hour, Jeremiah? Well, we're gonna keep it smart, funny, and black while we share some of our favorite moments of 2023 with the people. All right, we love to see it. Keep it like right here to the Amanda Seals Show. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and we love to hit y'all with these Black Joy stories every Friday. A story of Black Joy. All right. So this Black Joy story is about seven-year-old entrepreneur Blake Landon because he's making impact in the world by spreading love and positivity and encouraging people to embrace their uniqueness through fashion. So apparently Blake is a motivational speaker and the founder of the clothing brand Blue. So a little backstory. When he was two years old, he couldn't speak and he was diagnosed with a phonological disorder. Um, And Blake says he started Blue, which stands for Build Love, Embrace uniqueness because people were being mean to him because he didn't sound like them. So Blue since then has grown in popularity among, you know, the youth and adults who enjoy the stylish colorways and the positive message behind the brand. He got these sweatshirts and hoodies that consist of a signature blue bear with catchphrases that says, embrace uniqueness, build love. And I watched, I read, I listened, and I learned. That sounds familiar, Linda. You know, we love a listen to learn around here. <laughs> Alongside <laughs> that success, Blake intends to use the platform to increase awareness of developmental dis- disabilities such as autism and other social communication disorders. Come on, Blake. We love to hear it. We love to see it. We love just the fact that the kids are creating things with multiple reasons, right? Like they mm-hmm. just—it's like from the inception, it has a bigger purpose than just like, oh, I felt like doing something. So right, big right. ups, and of always, we have to big up whoever the parental units are that are supporting this, right? Because when mm-hmm. you were a kid, you know, you may have ideas, but if your parents are like, "This is stupid," you know, it can really like <laughs> discourage you. So shout out to Blake to Blue and the crew. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show with more on this Black Joy Friday. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome to the Amanda Seal Show. It's your girl Amanda Seals, and it's time for another edition of The Backspin. Well, you know, we've been spending all year celebrating hip-hop. 50 years mm-hmm. of hip-hop, that is. But I've never really talked about, like, my <laughs> contribution to hip hop and um you know your girl your, your girl has been in hip hop for a long time I, I was really somebody that not just loved hip hop like I, I came into the music of hip hop first like as a fan mm-hmm. and then I came into you know the culture of hip hop right because mm-hmm. then you start like learning things but then as I got more into school and just surrounded by folks like for me hip hop became something that I had to just be a part of like I could never just like enjoy it it was like no I need to contribute to this in some right. shape way or form so then I was like okay well I want to make music but your girl couldn't rap okay <laughs> I could not rap like I could write but I couldn't rap I couldn't rap on beat so my contribution to hip hop did not start with the music. Okay. <laughs> it started though with, uh, I was a writer 
You know, I wrote for allhiphop.com. I wrote for mm. Vibe. I wrote for XXL. I wrote for The Source magazine. Um, and I was doing like all sorts of interviews and stuff with all different folks, like old head, old school heads. I was doing reviews. Um, mm-hmm. I was doing write-ups. And so that was like a really big part of my 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 life because that was also how I was like making money. And then when I came out of school, I was on radio, on Sirius Satellite Radio with my own radio show that was a hip-hop show, Breakfast at Divas. And so that's when I was like interviewing folks on that show as well. Then I ended up on MTV2 as a VJ hosting right. Sucker Free Sundays. So there was a point in time where I was simultaneously on MTV2, I was on radio, and then I was also writing within all of these spaces as you know as a member of hip hop and then i learned how to rap on beat so once i learned <laughs> once i learned how to rap on beat it was like okay now i need to like definitely do more and and get into my music space and then i ended up joining flowetry so for you know some people mm-hmm. may may not have known but i ended up like spending a summer as the actual second member of flowetry alongside Martha Ambrosius. Now, when we got back, we were supposed to continue working and then she just ghosted me. So I was like, well, I'm just going to continue doing what I want to do. And I dropped my first album, Life Experience. It was independently produced. I rap on the album. I sing on the album. You can get it on iTunes. Um, And then after that, though, I put out um, Spandex Rhymes and Soul, which I believe to be my best devoir of work. I mean, I just feel okay. like it's really, really, really solid. And uh, shout out to my boy Caven, who did a lot of the production on that. But I learned how to like, like record myself. I had Pro Tools downstairs in my crib. Like, I mean, it was. I learned how to mix records enough to put them on a mixtape, not well <laughs> enough to put it on an album. But I ended up <laughs> dropping uh, four albums and like three mixtapes. My first mixtape was uh, called like uh, Still Sucker Free that I did with uh, Mick Boogie. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I let me see. Let me see if I can remember my albums. Life Experience, Spandex Rhymes and Soul, Madame Monochrome, and Technicolor Lover. Actually, Technicolor Lover is actually a really, really good album. I stand on it. I stand on it. So Period. I do. I stand on it. So and in the midst of all of that, you know, I feel like I've just always been a big supporter of hip hop as an art form, not just as a moneymaker. And I feel like that's probably one of my biggest contributions to hip hop. So shout out to all my hip hop heads out there. We are here. We are alive and well. I mean, in the midst of all that, I was also DJing. Like, I mean, I just gave you a real quick overview. And just for a little bonus, my master's at Columbia was in African-American studies with a concentration in hip hop. Boom. There you go. That has been the... Spin right here at the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all, that's it. We're out of here. It's the last Friday of the year. I hope that tonight, if you go party or whatever, whatever, at the very least, you spend tomorrow in reflection, in peace, and just taking in the fact that you're still here and there's a whole lot more of life that we got to live. So just at least take a moment to do that, even if it is between vomiting. Everybody, remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Be safe. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.